it's the Modern Mama here, and welcome back to another episode on our podcast. Today's episode is going to talk about overstimulating and mommying, or overstimulating and parenting. This is a topic that I am currently experiencing at the moment, and so I have a lot of personal experience tied to this topic, but more importantly, it's one that doesn't really get spoken about quite often, and when it does, it's usually used in a negative way. And so let's debunk and bring out the truth in how this occurs to a lot of us on a daily basis on top of that. And so let's get right into the video. Oh, (laughs) let's get right into the episode. So this week's question is, how do you express and suppress your emotions? Just something to think about. I wanted to do something a little different this episode because I noticed that I never actually answer the questions for myself. (laughs) And so how I express and suppress my emotions is, well, the way I express them is very loud. I'm very apparent with how I feel. I cannot distinguish it or minimize it neither. Um, I can use it, you know, depending on the scenario, if I need to suppress it, then that's no problem as well. But what tends to happen with me is I tend to suppress it quite often. And I think for those who are listening, especially those of us who come from a Caribbean or African household where expressing your emotions wasn't something you did often or ever and when you did express your emotions it was always diminished and ignored or you know it it wasn't taken seriously at all and so I've just you know I, I, I would write in my diary or I would write poems or I would do something of that or read a book just to get out of my world and I've learned that you know, I don't have to express how I'm feeling because people are going to act however they want anyways. And so why bother? Why bother feeling? And the problem with that for me is that that's not who I am inherently. And I wholeheartedly believe that every single person in this world, we are not made to be evil. You know, we can be or we can be mean or we can be cruel. or We can just not have any emotions. Um, You know, that's possible, but inherently who we are naturally is not that. We become that. And so I'm not, I know I'm not that. I have, my heart is on my sleeve. I love love and I love to love people. And so I, I couldn't and I can't suppress my emotions because I'm, you know, not being myself. And when I'm not myself, I'm very, very angry. And I don't want to be angry and I don't want to be like that because being angry kills you. It's a a very painful death and I don't want to live my life like that. And so I do understand that everyone has their own emotions. Everyone is able to feel their emotions. You're allowed to go through them. No problem. But how you react to them to other people, different story. My emotions are my emotions. 
I I don't deserve to treat other people badly or rudely because of how I feel. And so that's my answer to that question. <laughs> I think I might do these more. So let's really get into the episode now. Some of you may be wondering, what is overstimulation? What does that mean for me? How do I know I'm even having that? And don't worry, I'm going to explain everything for you, okay? And so overstimulation, and there's also understimulation as well, but overstimulation is when there's just too many things happening at once. Um, Like if you're at, let's say you're more of an introvert, and you just prefer to stay at home, going out to a club might be overstimulating for you. Uh, This might appear and you're just seeming withdrawn. Your social battery might be draining. Um, You're not really, you're not enjoying the time out. You'd rather be at home in your robe, snuggled under a blanket, watching true crime, or in my case, Harry Potter, because we're about to go back to school. (laughs) And so... It's one of those moments where your senses, whether it's touch, sense of smell, your hearing, your sight, um, your taste buds, it's just, there's just too much happening, too much of everything happening or too much of one thing happening. Um, It doesn't have to be all five senses, of course, but the point is, is that it's just too much happening at one moment. And how, so... The question is, or the concern is, how does this connect with motherhood or parenthood in general? Because we we often see and we hear parents talk about that they're they're over it and they're done. They're you know they just need a break, they just need a trip, they need a vacation, they need a drink, they need a smoke, they need something, they need air, <laughs> they need to do something because it's just too much. And, you know, I would see videos and the comments in the videos are always the same. Well, why did you choose to have kids? If you don't want your kids around, you should have never had kids and all this type of stuff. And it's just like, one, it's coming from people who don't have kids. And two, it's coming from people who, you know, everyone's situation is different. You don't know what someone may be going through at home. And I know for sure being raised by a you know, a woman who, you know, didn't have a, a another partner in the house, it's it's a lot to deal with by yourself. You know, two kids, you know, that two under two kind of thing. And then especially, you know, like having a third kid, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to do by yourself. You know, there's a reason why it takes two to tango in the beginning, because it takes two to continue tangoing until you're done. Okay. And so, in situations where you are left by yourself or you know, you're working, whether you're a stay-at-home parent, whether you, you know, your finances aren't in the right place, or whatever the case may be, or you're living with other people, whatever it is, there's always a case or I guess you would say a reason for why you would feel overstimulated or out of touch. And so we're gonna we're gonna kind of talk about what that looks like a little bit more, because you can you know hear the word and you're like mm, I don't really think that's me like I'm doing okay you know I like being around my kids I'm happy I'm satisfied or whatever but there you know it may not apply to you at all 
Mm, it's just, you know, call it what it is. It may not apply to you, but if you feel like it does and you feel like maybe there this is something that I'm experiencing, then let's let's see how you know what that looks like and how we can help process that emotion because we do have to process it. Ignoring it does not make it go away. In fact, it makes it worse. <laughs> and so what it can look like for different people, I'm really going to talk about myself and just people that I've seen very, very close to me. But what I have seen that looks like is lashing out. Um, and I'm talking about from a parent's point of view, not from a child's point of view, because there's overstimulation in children. Sometimes that can be um, seen as ADHD or some kids in with autism or on the autistic spectrum. Um, they can have these experiences of being overstimulated or understimulated. And so we're not going to talk about that because that's a whole other topic. But for us adults, it can, for caregivers, parents, it can happen for teachers. I mean, the list goes on. Employers, anyone, anyone can, when you're overstimulated, you will lash out. Uh, or you can lash out. You know, you're just short-tempered. You're, you ain't got no patience. That's, that's that kind of mood you in. Like, you just like, come on. Like, everybody pick up the pace. Like, y'all are slow right now. Like, you know, ain't moving on your timing. That's, you know, that might be a sign that you might be a little touched out. <laughs> um, when you quick to anger, you know, everything just gets you mad. Someone spills something, you just blowing up out of proportion or something small or inconvenient happens and you're just, what the, ah, da, 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 you know, like, yeah, you might be a little touched out. You might be, you might be a little overstimulated. Um, not doing anything. Just come, just not, you just, punk and fuck, man. Do whatever y'all want to do. You might be a little overstimulated. <laughs> Um, you know, those are definitely some very apparent signs. Um, another one that we might not realize too is not wanting to take a break, not wanting to sit down, wanting to always feel like you have to do something. That is also a form of being overstimulated and touched out because you feel obligated to giving all of yourself away. And listen, if God can rest a day, baby, sure can you. And you can rest a couple of more too, okay? So there's no reason why you owe every day you have to wake up and I have a to-do list. To throw the to-do list away for the day. Hide it somewhere. Put it on the top cabinet where you can't reach it and see it for the day. You have to give yourself that break. And so it being overstimulated, y'all, like I mentioned earlier, I'm currently on my menstrual cycle. This is day two. And <laughs> in a month, we usually get, you know, for I guess an average menstrual cycle, you usually get two weeks of just your body being chill. But then those two, the, the week before you actually get your period is typically that PMS week, however that may look for you. Different for everybody. And then you get hit with the actual period part. And you're left having to (laughs) 
still parent, still be a wife, still be a daughter, still be a sister, still be an auntie, godmother, and still be you, because you can't not be you, and still go through cramping, bloating, fatigue, constipation, vomiting, just pure misery. And she's don't even talk about if you're pregnant and you have a child or multiples. Oh, I mean, the list goes on. And we still have to appear. And you will definitely, definitely, there's no way you cannot possibly be overstimulated by all of that. It is a lot. It's a lot to take on and it's a lot to be and do every single day. Even while you're sleeping, you're dreaming about what you could have done better, how you should have folded the clothes, how you didn't unload the dishwasher, or did you even turn it on for the cycle? <laughs> how you have to make dinner tomorrow, how the kids even going to eat dinner tomorrow. <laughs> what am I going to do with my hair? It's been looking messed up. My toes been chipped. We're not even done for months. They look terrible. The bed sheets is looking crazy. The house is upside down. Whew. Touched out. Just over it. And going back to what I mentioned with, you know, when I see videos of moms or parents, you know, trying to talk about it and trying to have that discussion because it is real. And us parents in the parent club know that it's freaking real. But then you see these comments and people are constantly telling you, why do you feel that way? You shouldn't feel that way. You're so ungrateful. You should you should be happy that you even, you know, especially in, in our case where I, I am a stay-at-home mom and it doesn't matter what your situation is, you, you just, you're still always going to get it. But especially when you stay at home, whether you stay at home mom, dad, whomever, if you with the kids all day long, People will definitely come at you like, you should be grateful that you're even at home. You ain't got to go to work. You ain't got to do nothing. You are, you home all day. You can just relax. Bitch, what? What are, you talking, what are you talking about? Have you ever been with kids? Who's relaxing? If you relaxing with kids, they're not okay. Let me just say that. <laughs> and not that you got to be on high alert all the time, but you got to be moving. <laughs> you can't just be a pillow. So it, it's, it, it boggles my mind that people act like you can't feel. However, that feeling or whatever that emotion is, people be, behave like you, you can't be feeling those things. And it's like, whoa, why? Why are we so afraid of emotions? This is why a lot of us are in trouble now, because we are so afraid of emotions and how they're going to make us feel where they're going to make you feel like a human because we are and we're supposed to feel things because when you feel things you can move forward from them the longer you resist and the longer you try not to express those emotions or man if i talk about this i'm gonna get tight if i talk about this i'm gonna explode so do that explode get tight Yell, scream, whatever you have to do, as long as you're not harming yourself or others, do that. Do you know how many times like I'll buy child, but I'll buy I'll buy 
cheap place from Dollar Tree or whatever, just to break them. Glass. Oh, it's amazing. They have places now where you can, it's like a, I don't even know what it's called, but I, I like to call it the destroy house because you're just going around with a mallet, just smashing things. Woo, how amazing. <laughs> or even, you know, just ripping paper, crumbling paper, screaming into a pillow. My other favorite is going for a walk and hoping that it's quiet if, you know, I'm by myself or with my husband. Even if I'm not, I'm just going to scream. Just scream. I mean, take it in, breathe, accept the air, and just, ah, oh, I mean, I cry. Every time I do that, I cry because I'm, I'm, I gotta let it go. I can't, you cannot keep it in. It hurts. Your back is hurting. I know your back is hurting. Your hips is hurting. They locked out of place. Your knees hurt. Your feet hurt, your shoulders hurt, your head is hurting all the time. There, These are signs. A lot of us are like, oh, yeah, i just been having this since I was young. Yeah, trauma. That's what trauma looked like. Trauma presents itself in different ways. Some people get angry. Some people kill people. Some people steal. Some people lie. Some people hold it in and have back pain. It... <laughs> It presents itself in different ways. And going to the chiropractor is just a temporary fix. You have to let it go. You ha and it's, it's, and you know, a lot of people say, oh, that's easier said than done. But I've done it. Trust me. You let it go, take it back, let it go, take it back, let it go, take it back, remember it, curse the person out, let it go, take it back. Trust me. I was there. But it's so freeing when you get to just see things for what it is. And how this relates to parenthood, motherhood, staying at home, working from home, is that the people you're around are the ones that are going to be affected by your reaction to things or, you know, being overstimulated or out of touch. And there's, there's a few things that I've heard, you know, when I do talk about these with parents you know, schools, at workplaces, wherever the situation is, um, is that you want to, you want to always see things from the other, you know, the other foot, the other person's point of view. You wouldn't want to be minding your own business, living your life, <laughs> and somebody's mad at you for something that has nothing to do with you. It's, you know, you're going to be like, okay, what's your problem? I, I do not do, I killed your dog. What what I do? I took your man. Like, why, why are you mad at me? What did I do? I didn't, do, I didn't do anything to deserve this attitude. I did nothing to deserve this reaction. Why am I getting it? What, what's the reason? And I know for sure that y'all been through that as well. When someone's just, you know, or lashed out, or let's say you did do something. You know, let's say you made a mistake at work or you spilled something or whatever the case is, but you may, you know, made a mistake and the person blows it out of proportion. Like you just blew up the house. So, you know, like, it's like, that. you know, like, okay, I get it. I, I get it. I made a mistake. Okay. But you didn't have to do all that. Like you being extra right now, like, you know, 
relax. And then as soon as you say relax, it's like another bomb. It's like, okay, so what the fuck? <laughs> because you, you're OD right now. Like, you, you're doing too much. That Those situations did not make us feel any better, did not make us feel comfortable. We hated it. They just weren't okay for us. We're doing the exact same thing to other people. And my husband, I love you, babe. But he would always tell me, like, you know, because he's, I'm very vocal and like, oh, I don't like this or this is bothering me or whatever the case is. And he'll always say, well, I may not mention to you that it bothers me. Like, you know, if you tell me something and it, you know, you're telling me it bothers you, I may not say at that moment that it bothers me, but always assume, which I don't like assuming, but he's like, always assume that whatever you're telling me that you don't like, that I don't like it either. If you tell me that you don't like being called stupid or called out your name or disrespected, why would you then turn around and call me out my name and disrespect me? Like, that doesn't make any sense. That's hypocrisy. And so, I, you know, not that I used to do things like that, but, you know, like, in any situation, you don't want to do things to people that you wouldn't want done to you. Of course, we've all heard that. Do unto others as you want done unto you. Of course, sometimes others don't do unto you as you would do to yourself. However, that's none of your damn business. How other people decide to live their life is their life. You are not the main character for their life. So continue main charactering for your life. Do what you need to do. Block all that out. But (laughs) how, how all of this looks to other people is is the important part in this as well you know we're going to talk about how you internalize this and how you know you can make, end up you know slowly trying to process yourself out of this move but we do want to take a look at how it appears itself because sometimes we you know you could be in that mood where it's just like i really don't care how it looks to people i'm gonna be honest i don't give a fuck be mad be upset. I don't care. I'm in my feelings. So what? <laughs> We've all had those feelings where it's just like, well, I said it. And what? I said what I said. <laughs> Period. And of course, in the right setting, that's fine. If you really said what you said, then period. Poop. And if you meant what you meant, then period. Poop. However, not every moment or circumstance is a I said what I said kind of situation. But with that being said, <laughs> we do want to acknowledge how we're feeling so that we can express it to others in a way. There's definitely times and moments where I tell my loved ones, like, hey, guys, I'm really not, you know, like, I'm, I'm not really in the mood right now. Or I'm not really feeling like myself. I have my period. Or I'm just not feeling like it right now. And so can y'all give me some time so I can collect my thoughts and gather myself, talk to God, listen to some music, do something so that I can, you know, start to pour into myself. And then I'll come back to y'all. And luckily and thankfully, my family is very understanding of that. And of course, if you do not have a village or community, then by all means, contact me. But I know that it is hard sometimes 
when you don't have others to rely on to take time for yourself. And, you know, however and whenever you can, I really would suggest that you do, even if that means that laundry doesn't get done right now or that the dishes are still in the sink right now. If that means that you took an extra 20 minutes to just have a long shower, by all means do that. If that means that you just slept in a little bit longer, then by all means do that. If, you know, however that may look like in that moment, just for you to take important to yourself, do that. Those dishes, they still going to be there. By the time you clean it, there's going to be more in there. It's okay. The laundry is just clothes. They're going to be fine. (laughs) You know, so I know that sometimes, though, we or, you know, there's some... I've heard there's some occasions where you are feeling, you know, out of touch and overstimulated and you don't necessarily want to, you know, a a lot of people say this to me, like, I don't want to fake it. I don't want to, I don't want to act fake. Like if I'm feeling upset, then I'm going to be upset. If I'm feeling sad, I'm going to be sad. I'm not going to be upset and then act like I'm happy or, or, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to fake it. And totally understandable, but no one's asking you to fake it. That's the thing. We are asking you, we are asking you for yourself as well to realize what's happening. You can be upset. And I generally don't believe that many people have a problem with someone expressing their emotions. You can be mad. You can be frustrated. You can be sad, angry, happy, joyful, whatever. You can be whatever you want to be. But I don't need that reaction towards me. I don't need for that to be thrown to me, neither. Even if someone, you know, that person was the cause of it. Now, because you can often say, well, my kids is the cause of me being overstimulated. Of course they are. My husband, my partner, my mom, my dad, whoever. Of course they are. Of course they are. Like, I mean, you don't overstimulate yourself. Okay. But, you know, I be chilling by myself. I don't get mad at me. Other people get me mad. So what do I do when other people are getting me mad? (laughs) You try to figure out what about, what is it that is getting you upset? This is the the internalizing part, the, the processing part of all of this is trying to figure out okay well why am i getting so upset what about what they said really got me upset is it what they said is it the timing maybe i just wasn't in the mood to hear anything at that moment is it when they said it maybe i just heard some bad news and then they dropped other bad news on top of me is it who they said it in front of you know sometimes people just say stuff at the wrong moment And, of course, you know, if it's intentional, then, you know, you would discuss it, depending on the situation, of course. But we have to take ownership for our reactions and our emotions to things. I remember when I first took, when I took Psychology 101, and my professor, amazing woman, totally forgot her name, but she was an amazing woman. She asked the class, 
when someone when you know when someone makes you mad how does that make you feel and like what do you do like well, what's your reaction to that and you know everyone everyone you know said what most people would say is that well I get upset I curse people out I block people I ghost people I I don't say anything. I cry. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> you know, I feel all all this and that or whatever. And, you know, but a lot of people are like, well, I, I just, I, I get mad back. You know, like I'll retaliate. You know, I don't, I don't, I get even. I hold a grudge or whatever. And I remember I let everyone speak. And because me and the professor had spoke about this a little bit prior. So I had, you know, I, I knew why she asked it because we just had that conversation. But anyway. I I answered because we were supposed to go in a circle. And so I went last and I answered and I said, I actually don't let people get me upset. And everyone was shocked. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, you don't get mad? And I'm like, no, I don't get mad. I don't get angry. I, might, I, I would definitely be annoyed. I get frustrated. I get sad a lot. <laughs> I feel like blah most of the time. I'm joyful, surprised, worried, maybe, but mad, angry. Mm -mm. No, baby, that can't be me. And the reason why is because, one, I've seen myself angry. And I did not like it. It felt foreign, like something invaded my body. It was the most disgusting. I never felt so foul in my life. Like it was, I, oh, I never want to see that person again, ever. And when, like, you know, when people be like, "Oh, like that's your worst nightmare?" Yeah, bro, I seen the worst nightmare. It was, I just, oh no. And so after that situation, I realized that. One, my freedom means more to me than anything. And two, because child's about to go to jail. You know when you're happy to go to jail? Like, I will willingly take the charge. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Baby, don't. Mm, no, baby, don't do that. And, <laughs> and so I realized, you know, once again, my freedom meant a lot to me. And more importantly, I let someone else, a non-main character in my life, control me. Someone who doesn't even have the remote. Like, the, the ownership of the remote. They do not have a trademark. They do not have a copyright. They don't have anything. I let them have the controls. It's like Mr. Crab letting Plankton have the formula. I just let them have it for free, for free. What? How dare I submit myself to you like this? I must be out my rabbit ass mind. And I damn sure was. I damn sure was because once again, once I thought I was very okay with going to jail, mugshots ain't that bad. I think I can do prison time. I knew that I had lost my mind because what? I'm going to do time for you? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to lose my mind 
for you. Mm. I'm going to be angry for you. I'm going to be sad for you. And now, this is not the same thing as, you know, just not feeling emotions. And, you know, like, oh, I don't feel love or I don't empathize or sympathize with people. I don't have compassion. Not at all. Like I mentioned earlier, I, my heart is on my sleeve. I love love and I love to love people. But I will not allow someone to completely move and shift how I'm feeling. And so because there's only so many things I have control over in this world, in this life, my emotions, my body, my thoughts, that has to be on the list. I can't control other people. I can't control the weather. I can't control nothing else. But me, honey, nah, she she's on lock. I got her. She's fine. And because I have that thought process of not, nobody's not, you're not going to take me like that. Not going to take me prisoner, honey. <laughs> I, when I am feeling overstimulated and out of touch and just unbothered, like I just don't want to deal with anything. I take a moment to realize, okay, ma'am, you've been doing a lot. All right. I see you. You've been working. All right, cool. You've been throwing out these podcasts. You've been doing your thing on social media and doing a great mom. Your baby can, she know how to count. She only 15 months. You and your husband doing great. <laughs> Everything is going well. You're doing great, girl. you losing weight. Your skin is looking good. Your hair is growing. Okay. I see you. Man, take a break. Take a break. Take a break right now. Take a break before you lose it all. Take a break, honey. Take a damn break. That is my sign to take a break. And take a break, I don't want to say un undetermined time, because I, I always say I have to be in, in these moments for a short period of time. Like, I'm not going to run a race forever, and I'm not going to take a break forever neither. You have to, you have to balance it. You work hard, play harder. <laughs> so when I am taking a break, depending on how, for how long I've been working, that's how long I'm going to take my break for. If I've been just doing it, doing it, no breaks at all, like when I was in school and pregnant my last year, pregnant as hell. Oh man, I took a year break. I was out, feet kicked up, I ain't doing nothing. And I just had a baby. Baby, I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. And I did it. <laughs> and it felt good. It felt really good. <laughs> and so it could be little things. I took baths, candles. I bought lots of candles. Ooh, shopping spree of candles. I would buy my favorite candy. Even candy like I haven't seen in years or haven't eaten in years, nostalgic stuff. Um, I bought a record player. Such a happy move for me. I was very happy with myself. <laughs> little things, little things. And it may it doesn't have to cost money, does it? I read a book that I already had. Got a library card. Ooh, that was so exciting. <laughs> 
little things. I washed the car by hand and I vacuumed it. Mm, that thing was looking good. No streaks, no wet spots, baby. <laughs> little things that make me happy. None of this may have made you happy at all. And that's fine. But find those little things that make you happy. I flew a kite for the first time in my life. I cried. The first time. I'm in my late 20s, guys. I flew a kite for the first time in my life. It was so fun. And it had little strings. It was so fun. I do the things that I want to do. I, when I'm taking a break, I relive the childhood that I wish I could have had, you know, to the full potential. I may not have flown a kite, but I did have an easy break of it. <laughs> but, you know, I did the things that I, you know, I didn't get a chance to do. I do all things that make me happy and make me feel wholesome. And then I go back into the game. Because I love doing that too. I love being a mom. I love being a wife. Love being a sister. Love being a daughter. Love being a godmother. Love being an aunt, niece. Love it all, cousin. <laughs> I love all of these jobs and all of these different facets of me. Absolutely love it. And I'm very, very grateful of them too. But I'm human. I'm not an AI, I'm not some software. I need to take a break. I need to relax. I live a soft girl life. I am, my, I am in my full feminine energy. I am relaxing. I will take a break. I will shop if, if that's what is feeding my love right now. But one thing I will not do is pour out of an empty cup. I will never let myself home dry for other people. Same thing. You never let yourself home, you know, die when you're outside, especially in a place that you don't know where you at. Mm-mm. So you just call, you just ask it for danger. Never. You never let, you, nobody drives with their gas on close to E. You just know it's a recipe for danger. Just, you know, there's just certain things you don't, you don't let get, get close to empty. Yourself included. I will not allow for myself to get that close to E. Because I'm finna snap. You know when your car starts before you get to E? Mm-mm, baby. I ain't finna get there. <laughs> I ain't getting that low. Mm-mm. My car barely see past half. <laughs> so, no. We, we have to prioritize us. Especially if you are feeling for me big cup because you love people and you have lots of love to spread. You owe it to yourself and to those around you who appreciate these things and aren't taking them for granted, of course. You owe it to them to regenerize, regenerize, re-energize, <laughs> and to fill yourself up again. Fill it up. Pour it up. Smoke it up. Whatever you need to do, live it up. <laughs> do it up. <laughs> but we should have these moments of peace, tranquility, gratitude, love. 
however that looks for you. Because all of our situations are different, of course. But we are all allowed to feel. Feel however you want. For an undetermined, determined amount of time. And if you feel like you can't get yourself out of that funk, find the help to get you out of that funk. I promise you, you cannot help dig yourself out of a hole. Sometimes you can if the hole is small. But if it's big, you're going to end up wearing yourself out before you can even reach the top. And by then, you don't even have the energy to ask for help anymore. And that's the worst thing. Asking for help can feel weird, of course, I know. Takes me a lot to even ask for a dollar sometimes. But we need to know when we need help. And take pride in that. We are supposed to help people and not shame them, remind them of the help we did. Nothing. Unless they're taking advantage of you, of course. <laughs> but overall, being overstimulated and out of touch is normal. But it shouldn't be normalized. We are human and we can feel different things and we should be able to feel different things, of course. But we also have to feel and move through them. Like a tunnel or a cave. Or like birth. <laughs> you feel the pregnancy, but you got to go through it. Can't be pregnant forever. Can't be young forever. Can't be whatever forever. <laughs> you have to change. We all have to change. And so, <laughs> I really, really hope that this episode was able to give you some form of clarity, some form of guidance, some advice, some assistance, whatever may have been you needed at the moment. I hope I was able to give that to you. I do want to say, however, we have actually just begun offering sessions. And so if you believe, okay, I love these podcasts, I love these episodes, I've, you know, follow you on social media, I am on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and, you know, you love the advice that I give, but you want a more personal care. You want to really talk about your kids and your family and what's happening and how you can get help for you specifically. We do one-on-one -on -one coaching and we also do group sessions as well. If you feel like you have a group of girlfriends or your family, um, whichever it is where you feel like, okay, maybe we can and get a couple of pointers, we need a little bit more, you know, what are we doing, what's happening, how do we do this? <laughs> we do offer that now. You can head straight to our website, which would be in the description of this episode. You can follow us on Facebook, also Instagram, and TikTok, of course, to, you know, constantly be updated with the coaching sessions. 
We are open and available for booking at the moment as well. And so if you feel like you need a more personal care, because we are a village, we are a community, and we are an organization that wants to support and help parents parent in a more modern, loving manner, (laughs) then definitely don't hesitate. Contact me. Let's, Let's make it work. Let's live it up. Let's help one another and figure out how we can be better parents and better people and just better us's. (laughs) And so this will conclude our episode for today. Thank you so, so much for making it to the end. If you did, thank you for listening to our episodes. If you haven't had the chance to listen to our previous ones, definitely do. They are beyond juicy, really, really good. We are getting really close to the end of our first season, guys. Oh my goodness. So that's really exciting and really dope. We will have a couple more guests coming on our following podcast episode. So wait and see who's going to be popping up on this, okay? And so (laughs) let me just, let me get out. Let me get out. So I'll talk to you guys another time. Thank you. Love you. Hope you guys are loving yourselves. Have a great day.